Podcast 118, a Hey Arnold re-education, where every week two lifelong friends gather to rewatch, review, and relive every episode and movie of the classic Nicktoon Hey Arnold. I'm Michael. And I'm Sean. I like that. It's so good. Yeah. It's less clunky, and I don't feel like I have to jump in randomly. That's that's on some iCarly shit right there. So The listeners are going to love it. Go Do you want to hear where I got the idea from? It, it wasn't iCarly? No, okay. it was from the quarry. <laughs> Oh God! I quarry. Okay, so, okay. I haven't played that yet. We will get. That's probably going to be the next thing. After. You're going to love it. I, there's a podcast in it. There's a podcast in the quarry. Oh, yeah. Geez. So I actually wanted to. I had a follow up question. You kind of followed up on this stealthily on your own, like offline in our real lives, uh, but sort of tying back to what the heck was it called? Operation Ruthless. You're talking about your grilled, your preference for the grilled cheese, specifically from Chef. <laughs> How did yeah. your grilled cheese yesterday turn out? Because that looked, your, it was that's pretty good. That looked pretty good. It was nice. It was a standard. Like I just did um, slices of sharp cheddar in between, but what I was particularly impressed by the toast. Is what it was. Like, yeah. Could care less about how the cheese pull was, but the toast was even and like golden. Um, and yeah, we can definitely share the picture if there's ever any room for it in our, oh, our no, feed. When, we, when but... we get to Operation Ruthless, <laughs> ab- absolutely. Oh! Yeah, yeah, yeah. When we post about that. Because there's a bit of a lag on the, or whatever. There's a bit of a delay and whatnot. We are banking our recordings right now because we're going to take mm. a little recording hiatus. So we're going to be in sunny San Diego uh, next week and me a little bit more than that for Comic-Con. I wonder what San Diego means. It means a whale's hoo-ha. <laughs> I wanted to church it up just a little bit. Uh, the clergy. Yes. When, uh, do you use them. do you use butter or may- mayo for butter? Butter. Okay. Yeah, I've heard yeah. There's, there's there's a school of thought where people think like mayo you get a better really brown. I've never tried it. Yeah. No unsalted unsalted butter. And then was that brioche or just like Texas? It was a, that was like super thick bread, man. Was that white bread? Or? It was it was sizable. It was a brioche. One, oh yeah. god, come mm-hmm. on, man! Yeah. I you, went off. You won already there off that yeah. alone. Yeah. Absolutely, that's amazing. Well, okay. Thank you for the <laughs> cheese follow up. That was very helpful. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely, for that. my friend. You're very welcome. Right on. So happy be- cheese festival. Happy happy. What is the festival? The annual festival of the holy provolone. Yeah, <laughs> that one. All right, then. <laughs> Before we get into today's episode, uh, yeah, if you aren't already doing so, please be sure to, you know, subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and Stitcher. If you feel should feel so inclined, feel free to leave a rating or review. It kind of just helps algorithmically. But also, if you're hearing this and you just want think someone else in your life might like it, just tell them. Share the wealth. Spread the love. Word of mouth is pretty awesome. Uh, and if you, you know, if you have any questions or comments or curiosities or harsh biting criticisms, we welcome that too. Feel free to email us at pc118pod at gmail.com. Same tag actually as well uh, for our Twitter and Instagram. So in the words of Ian Malcolm, uh, well, there it is. I haven't seen Jurassic World Dominion yet. Uh, probably going to wait. <laughs> Don't want to pay for that. But anyways, so we are here to talk about episode nine of Hey Arnold. And episode 9A is entitled Mugged, November 11th. <laughs> 1996, written by Craig Bartlett, directed by Tuck Tucker and Jamie Mitchell. 
Arnold learns the secrets of self-defense from his grandma after getting held up by a thug. Arnold really gets the shit beat out of him. He truly does. He gets, like, <laughs> severely accosted by... Yeah. I don't know how... I mean, I'm wondering how old the mugger actually is, because he sounds young, but he looks he looks big, but then again, Arnold's only supposed to be nine. He refers to him as a kid, but he's pretty... He's gonna be, like, 15 or 16, yeah, right? Like, but, but very just, like, street tough, you know? Like... <laughs> For real. He was pledging the Foot Clan or something. Dude, and I mean, I know Harold. Harold also has like yellow-hued eyes. Kind of. It's it's a little more but, like eggshell, I would say, kind of thing. Like yeah. more of like an opaque shade of yellow. But this dude was just straight. This dude was straight, you know, Green Goblin. Like, those eyes, a those nightmare. horrible yellow eyes. Yeah, yellow with red pupils too, freak. Like a Sith, like a Sith Lord or something. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I think it was that Sith that Lord aesthetic. So George Lucas might have gotten it from this. This was his inspiration, I can tell. Which is sad because it starts with this like really chill, peaceful image of Arnold just like vibing to music. And mm-hmm. whenever I would look up Hey Arnold music on YouTube, there was this one channel where similar to like the looping lo-fi studying girl, it was, every yeah. video was just Arnold sitting on the bus doing, you know, tapping on his tapping on his lap. But you already know things are going to go bad. Mm, There's just that really cute. tense, syncopated piano music going on throughout the the intro and everything like that. So it's yeah, it's 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 pretty messed up. This this whole episode yeah. is it's a hell of a cold open. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. And he looks beat like back at the boarding house at the table like his hair is flattened, his, his like shirt is shirt torn. Is torn mm-hmm. and he's like dirty this might be the only time i felt bad for arnold well it, 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 it kind, kind of a little bit <laughs> he as you i mean it this whole this whole episode truly is the like textbook definition of the phrase hurt people hurt people mm. we throw mm. that a lot of, we throw that around a lot Snaps. in my line of work but it's it's totally true i've been watching more cartoons lately and i realized how weird it is especially i guess given the particular and uh guess it varies depending on the particular style of the show but hmm. how weird it is to see cartoon characters gums when you were usually just used to seeing their kind of like big white sort of chicklety smiles especially from arnold yeah so as, yeah. as grandma's checking him out making sure he's all good but he's still help pretty. me understand his elbow too well his elbow's like broke <laughs> yeah maybe <laughs> his like arm got bent. maybe his arm got banged up and he kind of looks a little bit like the, he actually looks a little bit like the nemesis now that I think about it when uh, grandma's pulling his mouth open like diagonally. <laughs> oh my god! So now Resident Evil took inspiration from this. That would be amazing. Can you imagine like a a Resident Evil Hey Arnold mashup? No, that's just me saying that I finished <laughs> Resident Evil. 2. That's cool. Just pitch. Not every pitch is gonna be a you know a home run or whatever, but that's all good. You didn't homer that one. Michael. No, I did not homer that one. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, in that point we actually see yeah, you get you get the return of Calamity uh, Calamity Grandma, which is the the mm. first time we kind of get like a repeat of the the Pookie Sonas and whatnot. Mr. Wynn, you know, I I like we're at this point now where we're just getting more boarding house member stuff. Yeah. They're becoming yeah. more and more like part of the fabric and Mr. Wynn's going, "He's big punk. Big Big punk." <laughs> I respect that he was He's the only, he was the only one there that was, like, Arnold showing up to kind of him. console Arnold out of all the borders, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, Mr. Wynn shows up. I respect that. And it's, uh, yeah, for sure. And also just, it's surprise. I really just like how grounded Grandpa is in this moment. He's like, <laughs> what are we going to do about this, Pookie? Like, yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's just, it's, it's kind of sad because you don't know 
what what they're gonna do for him but to just hear that him be this like ultimately just concerned father figure is really nice yeah so then the following morning after arnold has had you know probably cried himself to sleep and had a sugar crash from the hot chocolate he brewed himself grandma shows up in a full gi and black belt reveals that she spent some time at a convent in shanghai but isn't doesn't remember if it was before or after tibet remember i remember saying that lockjaw or field trip felt like yeah this is grandma's show this but this one like she totally like this totally like elevates that same thing where she just really takes arnold under her wing and yeah tress mcneil as a grandma completely totally just takes the ball and runs with it so i Mm -hmm. i just love everything grandma does everything she says and for some reason there's a do you think that's an that's actual sand or is that just carpeting made to look like a rock garden either way it's pretty cool (laughs) i thought it was carpeting until their footprints showed up oh there's there are footprints okay yeah it's gotta be it's gotta be sand or like gross step on it and it like discolors itself Kinetic, carpet. yeah or just like shag carpet that takes footprints really weird that's also a possibility yeah. <laughs> it's a whole ass room though it is good for them they like they you know that they took a loss on potential income for the for the boarding house just for yeah, the zen garden absolutely but good on grandma just in case arnold ever gets the shit beat out that's of him true. and needs to learn karate and, in a span of a week and good on grandma for uh for enforcing the uh, wabaki rule, as, mm. as we learned from the greatest, no shoes. greatest movie of all time, Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. If anybody wants to uh, argue that there's any other movie that's better in the Fast and Furious franchise than Tokyo Drift, please email us at pc <laughs> We'll gladly devote an entire episode to discussing why you're wrong, and also my theory as to why Tokyo Drift, The Karate Kid, and Johnny Tsunami are all the exact same movie. <laughs> They are. They totally are. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and then... Oh, the Hollywood machine. So one thing I didn't catch as a kid but only picked up now was that she, while addressing Arnold as her student, she always calls him Tadpole, but then the ultimate goal is to be as the frog in the pond, which is just like, that shit mm. blew my mind. I was like, oh. Snap. She's she's just, she's giving everything she's saying is just very, you know, sage-like. And as a person, as a big karate kid again karate kid cobra kai fan like this episode just is just totally my shit even yeah. down to this like really this yeah of course you need yeah, this exactly sil- dramatic silhouetted shot of you know the master and the student and everything like that during the training montage and in mm-hmm. my head i thought grandpa got hit like five times but it's just twice but it's still <laughs> it's still really funny <laughs> Yeah, he gets a flying roundhouse kick to the ball. That's <laughs> just the 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 POV. It's, yeah, it's he's, he's good. He's good. And then for some reason, Arnold drops and, but maintaining momentum, goes straight for Grandpa's Grandpa's package and the sort of yeah. the what do he's they call it? Like the effort and sound, as they call it in the VO game, where he's like, yeah. he's like, <laughs> <laughs> like that. And they do the, I think, like the boxing ring bell thing on top of it, and the impact. Yeah. It's just, again, I think I'm just really appreciating the sound design to the show. It's, it's definitely like an unsung, unsung sort of secret sauce to the whole thing. I mean, the the backing track for it. I mean, I'm I'm assuming it's a shamisen, but it's it's mm-hmm. the version of the theme. Yeah, I, uh, I totally which is really, I caught that. Really... That was amazing. That bing, yeah. bing, 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 bing. <laughs> Sick. That was so cool. I love, very good I love on that them so much. But yeah, I'll argue that. Uh, I won't argue this, but (laughs) 
Arnold is 100% channeling anger into his martial art, which oh. we see over the course of the episode. Oh, he's full on dark side. Um, like, he's full on strike, so, strike first, strike hard, no mercy. And he completely yeah. sullies all of I'll, Grandma's uh, teaching. Grandma does nothing wrong. Like, she totally, like, no. Everything she's saying is on point. It's very, again, chill, self defense. But Arnold just, yeah, totally perverts it. Attacks Grandpa's balls on purpose. <laughs> Fuck you, Arnold. He's like, this is for taking back your $50 bill, you fucking cheapskate. <laughs> and for making me do all those chores on the during the first yeah, snow exactly. of the season. Yeah, and imparting good habits on me and responsibility. <laughs> like you will in the next episode, too. Okay, so I think this is a good time to just introduce. People think that hate Arnold just means we hate Arnold. But no, I'm retroactively call- making it an acronym, and I'm so excited to share that acronym with you, Sean. Are you ready? Now I'm ready, yes. Okay. So, Hate Arnold, the sub-podcast where we talk about why we hate Arnold during this podcast, actually truly stands for Holding Accountable, parentheses for, end parentheses, transgressions, comma, even Arnold. Yes. That might yes. Be, that might be my that's, my crowning achievement so far in this project. That's one hundred percent what this is because hate Arnold is the snappy fun version of it. Like, oh, haha, Sean's angry behind his desk. Oh, silly. <laughs> but no, this is like us looking at it with an adult pair of eyes, understanding that Arnold just gets away with being the good guy <laughs> when he's kind of a piece of shit. <laughs> often often he's got to learn something and you can't do that yeah. without being a piece of shit you're, you're not going to learn a lesson if you're you know squeaky clean all exactly the time. so i guess yeah, it's necessary and, narratively yeah and if i may i mean in comparison to the rest of the characters of course we're going to flesh out over the rest of the seasons but arnold's kind of dry he's like there's he's kind of milk toast yeah he's, he's, a, he's a, a cipher really i've definitely heard other yeah. podcasts refer to him as such yeah so if the fair lesson here is that Arnold is the character that you self-insert into, so you can be the person to be like, oh, this feels weird that I, a.k.a. Arnold, am doing this, but I'm glad that I, a.k.a. Arnold, turned tail mm-hmm. and did better afterwards and like somehow made up for it, then I, I can get that, right? But no, if you're just looking at Arnold and not self-inserting, he's just he's just trying to like cover his trail. That's what he does. A little bit. Arnold. Arnold. <laughs> Arnold. <laughs> that was pretty good. That's getting better. Thank you. Thank you. I th- I thought uh, you know it's a really good tongue tongue twister to try to say five times fast, ten times fast. Macaroons and Malamars, Mister. <laughs> I don't even know what a Malamar is. What is that? Is it like I have a no idea? Whoopie pie or something? I don't know. It looks like, like, a, like a hostess item of some sort. Okay. Google search. Ma- Macaroons and Malamar's fact check. Run it. Malamar the Pokemon? <laughs> no. What? There's a Pokemon called Malamar? Oh. It's probably that? someone's phone. Malamar's. Uh, Mallow is M-A-L-L-O. Oh, Reminiscent of s'mores, Malamar's cookie snacks feature round graham crackers topped with marshmallow and covered in dark chocolate. That actually sounds really Leaves, good. Leaves chocolate, marshmallow, dot, dot, dot. I thought I would get enough in the, like, That's okay. excerpt That's version. Okay. But... <laughs> Thank you for checking. Yeah. But... Absolutely. So once once Arnold, the transformation is complete, and it's it's kind of interesting how, like, tying his hair down and everything, he instantly looks like a different character altogether. 
which yeah, I guess absolutely. is the whole point, you know? He's scowling, which is weird. We see him scowling for most of this episode. Mm-hmm. And what's always interesting is, like, the thing, though, too, because I think this would be, like, a real standards and practice issue, because I guess to really drive home the fact that he is, like, abusing his skills and showing off, we don't actually see him hit anybody, but they, he's, <laughs> he essentially just does, like, a kata, and the thunderclaps and the all the, like, splashes of different color filters and everything but then yeah. they do the anime thing where they just like oh whatever foreign object is <laughs> but not the person's body gets cut in half like yeah. the toothpicks from the toothpick yes. ruffians toothpick ruffians <laughs> ruffians is a fun word to say but it not, really is not nearly as fun to say i'm wondering how much fun lane torrent had just like being like try hard badass douchebag arnold like fair, oh, cringe Lord Arnold. Fair warning. Don't make me use these. <laughs> you talking to me? You talking to I me? I haven't even seen Taxi Driver, but like, yeah, that's he even gets to that point in his, gets all up in his head, you know? And it just Yeah, me, he's serial killer in training. <laughs> yes, it is. And I'm tired of pretending that it's not. And But he's trying to, it's hard to be badass when you're wearing like Birkenstocks at the same time though. <laughs> He's like cute little brown sandals. He does have cute he's, little brown sandals. It made me think of uh, our Alfred, though, in, Dar- in a, not Dark Knight, Batman Begins. He's like, it can't be personal. Otherwise, you're just a vigilante. Yeah, and, and it's it's weird when you consider they never really, I mean, they'll name drop historical figures sometimes because, like, you know, they're kids in, in yeah. school. But the fact that they, like, straight up name drop Bruce Lee, like, three times is uh, it's kind of wild. Cool. Yeah, it is totally wild. What, what's, what if, what's Gerald's line? He's like, wow. Last week he's getting mugged. This week he's Bruce Lee. This and he, week he's Bruce Lee. And he's like, he might as well say it straight to camera because like Arnold leaves him alone or like leaves him yeah. behind and he's just trying to process he's like center what, stage. what happened to his, uh, what's happened to his best friend and everything. Yeah. I think, uh, well, sorry. I think we're just putting off talking about bus stop guy. So let's just talk about bus stop guy. I'm pretty sure he's related to the guy who's maybe Arnold recognize that may that he's like the dad or the uncle or the older brother of the guy who stole his baseball because they look exactly yeah. the same and i think it's the yeah, same absolutely. guy voicing it too yeah and again the girl it's the grammatical gymnastics of i was just trying yeah. to ask you where's the bus stop is very yeah. similar to what goes on here what goes on here <laughs> yeah they have this uh this language that's very funny to follow along with and all of them repeat it too he was just asking where's the bus stop yeah no that's the exactly it's so weird like all, all of them they're all getting this up on is... him and granted he's like kind of losing he's kind of losing his mind a little bit and realizing just how far gone and how far he's fallen but yeah it yeah is, it's just Arnold. it's weird yeah the syntax of it is it feels very intentional he has bad tendencies he truly does bad tendencies arnold <laughs> he's also too good for, he also thinks he's too good for green tea green tea is a god yeah song i will hear no longer no more sla- uh slander on the matter how dare you besmirch green tea if any of our listeners want to besmirch green tea email us at <laughs> <laughs> inviting conflict it's okay we need forget it We're, we need to freshen things up but speaking of inviting conflict am i crazy or did you also think that those are bullets in grandma's purse. I thought it was I thought it was bullets. Like, yeah. I, and I was I, like she's carrying a gun just in case things go no, south. No, for real. Like it's gets all black. Like I don't I I swear in my head, like in my head canon as a kid, I thought I would see the nozzle or the the muzzle 
of the gun every time. You know, I don't mm-hmm. know if I paid attention to it as a kid. Uh-huh. <laughs> I just don't, I don't know what else it could be. Like silver crayons. T- <laughs> All silver like, crayons? <laughs> like <laughs> a taser next to it? I don't know. One of those like horse brushes? I can't, I, I don't or, know. Like an external battery pack? Uh, yes. Because <laughs> those existed? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> also, hold on. Arnold's a fake he has a black belt in one week fuck you arnold <laughs> i think, I think you could form what was that all of those thoughts and emotions in one week a little bit he's starting training i don't think he didn't oh dude monday I totally, to monday i totally forget and like to make matters worse so he saves brainy real quick like backtracking because i forgot there's that little montage where he's just yeah totally high on his own supply so he saves yep. brainy and eugene from the toothpick ruffians and then like the very next day he shoves eugene into a locker <laughs> why did you become a bully arnold you had no reason or motivation to giving us giving giving us uh our third eugene i'm okay of the series though and then he uh he uses his evil dramatic kata powers to scare we don't even the owner of pinky whatever that kid's name is and i i still can't really like yeah. I can't really like determine their gender. It's like mm. the way they just they they just throw their hands up in surrender. Like <laughs> very dramatic, very dramatic. I hope none of those kids forget what Arnold did to them that day. I hope so either. He's not <laughs> except except for you, Curly. You were always nice to me. <laughs> Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words are like brittle chimes in a windstorm. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Like what are Ugh. for what are worldly possessions if not if we cannot take them with us? You can have it. It's just a purse, you know. Grandma was so chill. No, she was so chill. I respect the hell out of Grandma. She she. Liter- How did they end up with a shit turd like Arnold? She-, <laughs> she literally says, "Be chill, my son. Go with the flow." She which, de-escalated. No, for sure. Which feels actually like I mean, of course, like all of her kind of personas are very distinct but this does feel like you know it feels like a a natural kind of a to b from the grandma who was totally jazzed about having a piano on the roof so there's that yeah okay moving on part b whatever number this is i did (laughs) i i I prepared two episodes in one day so my brain is a little mushy but anyway oh yeah episode nine part b roughing it written by jonathan greenberg totally different another you know less common writer so far uh, directed by Sherm Cohen and Alan Smart. So very different creatively at the helm, and I think it reflects in the episode. Mm. So mm. Grandpa takes Arnold and Gerald on a weekend camping trip. Sorry. <laughs> um, as they set up the campsite, Big Bob, Helga, and Phoebe show up in a high-tech RV to rough it as well. Then as everyone hikes up a mountain trail while exploring the great outdoors, they get lost in the wilderness. Arnold and Gerald agree to help everyone find their way back to the campsite by using Grandpa's survival tips. Have you ever mm. made duty behind a tree like a big bear, Sean? No, but can you say making duty behind a tree like Grandpa? Making duty behind a tree like a big bear. <laughs> and then he trails off like they just go immediately to Gerald and Arnold talking over him. He's still just <laughs> rambling about whatever, whatever he's doing. No, I have not made duty behind a tree. I've made pee-pee behind a tree. Not duty, Absolutely. Though. Yeah, who hasn't yeah. made pee-pee behind a tree? Apparently not Arnold If you haven't Gerald. made pee-pee behind a tree, please email us. <laughs> <laughs> We'd like to know your experience as to why you're approved. Is this my new shtick? Is just <laughs> plugging the email address wherever? I think so. 
Oh, it might it might help. It's uh, like guerrilla guerrilla marketing and everything like that. So stranger yeah. stranger things have happened. Uh, I'll do it until I get tired of it. Oh, I completely. I need to go back and screen cap the fact that like the straight up money shot when Gerald gets skunked. Mouth open. It is. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Uh, it's like a yeah. whole like deluge of not pee, but whatever skunk fluid is. The it's called skunk fluid, skunk Michael. Fluid. That's what it's called. Okay, yeah. thank you. Appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, that's the, that's the scientific term. How many how many how many different fart noises did they cycle through in the library <laughs> for, for Grandpa farting in his sleep? I just want to imagine them at the board, like oh, this one, <laughs> this one. <laughs> children, uh. children. I would be laughing so hard. Also, Arnold with like the industrial strength flashlight <laughs> shining over grandpa to gerald hey gerald are you awake because you sure as hell are now it's one of those like yeah it's one of those like night at the museum big like metal flashlights yeah. like one of those guys yeah i can relate i've had i've had a lot of flatulent issues the last couple of days so not so much today mm. i'm cool now but days over the over the weekend for sure so you know <laughs> it's a it's a real thing uh there should be no stigma and there are dozens of us dozens I know that flapjacks are just literally pancakes, but the word flapjack just sounds so much more appetizing. Absolutely. They also, they have the camp connotation to them, right? Like, yeah, that's true. I think just the, the idea of like eating them outdoors over an open flame and like, over an open yeah. flame. I feel like there are other things that are called different names depending on whether you're eating them like inside or outside. Oh, really? It's like the, it's like the casual versus professional. I guess. I'll look into that. Yeah. We'll, we'll keep an eye yeah. on that. I just the other, the only yeah. other thing that comes to mind for me is like hot dogs versus wieners, or like mm. soda mm. versus pop. Like I have a good friend who grew up in Minnesota, so she just instinctively refers to it as pop, and that's, mm. that's charming. It's definitely it's definitely got its like more yeah. I guess I don't know. Just makes it feel more like antiquated and cute. I guess yeah. Also, before we get too far away from it, for sure, Arnold stepping in poop because he wasn't paying attention. Oh, scat! Animal droppings. Like what you're standing yeah. in. And then Arnold eating green berries to throw up because again, not paying attention to his grandpa. Sure, thinks he's thinks he knows it all. He thinks he's so much better than everybody else. <laughs> Arnold, that's all for now. That's okay. Until it comes back again. Until it comes. Until the rage bubbles up through me again. Let <laughs> uh, us simmer right I now. I said I said this offline, but I'm just gonna say it again so we have it so we have it on wax, but. I realized that when Sean gets on his hate Arnold <laughs> soapbox, it's literally the same thing as J. Jonah Jameson trashing Spider-Man. <laughs> that damn Arnold thinks he can get away with anything! I want him strung up by his web! <laughs> strung up by his, by his football-shaped head, or his stupid kite <laughs> that has dinosaurs in I'm gonna punt his football head! <laughs> oh, that works anyway. And uh, this episode is pretty significant because it's the first official appearance of Big Bob Pataki himself, mm. who mm. makes asshole with the RV. It's the exact same introduction. It's the exact same as Goofy, as in a Goofy movie, when PJ and Pete barrel in with their mm. crazy ass tricked out RV, but theirs has like badass like retractable arm buzz saws, whereas yeah. uh, Big Bob's RV. I guess the idea is he's just t using all, you know, 
in addition to selling beepers at Big Bob's Beepers, I guess it's kind of a Radio Shack, sharper image situation. He's just yeah. testing out all these Personal new gizmos massages. in in addition to, what do you call it, the bump the bumperizer? Yeah, the bumperizer. It bends them. <laughs> it bends them. <laughs> that's a, I don't think that's physically possible. Wait, no, absolutely right? not. Because I thought, uh, no, no, you can't do that with trees. I not that I, far. No. There, there are trees that are pliable, but right. not to that. Like rubber trees or whatever. They're glamping though. They're 1996 glamping. No, for sure. I mean, like the like quick release awning thing always looked really cool to me. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I kept on, I kept filling in the blanks with uh, with the goofy movie imagery. I'm like, oh, here's the part where the bowling bowling alley pops out on the roof. Here's the part where the <laughs> here's the part where the uh, the swimming pool shoots out the other side. But no, not different, different thing, different, different. Yeah, studio. they had such a boring RV, didn't they, Michael? I know. All they have is steak and eggs and a not even a not even actual ice cream machine, just a frozen yogurt soft serve situation. Plain tart, baby. But I think it is in terms of the show ultimately does. This is the first time we actually see someone else's like family. Well, we've seen like Helga's mom, but not so mm. much, you know, not really to too much depth. But, you know, yeah. the show actually does do a good job of showing how a person or slash kids, you know, a kid's home life can influence who they are as a person Absolutely. otherwise. So you start to kind of get the sense of why Helga is the way that she is a little bit. Yes. But yeah. because Bob takes so much more space as a person and in terms of volume and general demeanor, Helga doesn't seem quite as bad in comparison. Yeah. There's always kind of mm-hmm. that bigger fish and everything. So I yeah. always love when Big Bob kind of shows up because it always puts things into perspective. There's something to be said about Helga having some altruism within her, right? Because yes, she's spurred to action by finding out that Arnold and Gerald are local to her, but I don't know. She she positions like asking them to come hang out and asking them to go for a hike them. from yeah. some genuine kindness yeah. too. Like not just to like move her own interests forward. Yeah, I think and it, I can appreciate mm, that. Totally. I think she's she is this is her long-winded kind of half half asked way of like kind of laying the pipe and trying to endear herself to Arnold. I don't mm. know what she was intending to do. I think intending to do at Ophelia's overlook, but you know, she was she was just trying to, she was make, just trying out to make a move. Make out point, yeah. yeah. Make out make yeah. out reef. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure glad that they had their computerized pathfinder because that's what they're called now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all those all those appliances were insanely bulky. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Dude, I've never had steak and eggs for breakfast though, and it's just like something really? I've always wanted to have. Oh my god, go to any diner that's not like a chain diner and oh. order yourself a steak and eggs. Okay. It's a really nice breakfast. It sounds pretty good. It sounds pretty good. Yeah. I sounded you need like to go do it. I perhaps. You need to go tomorrow. I will try to find that. Well, no bread. There is there is a pancake out. Do you promise? Do you promise you blowing smoke up my ass? I'm like probably blowing smoke. I'm trying I need to be a good boy and eat oatmeal and plums for breakfast. I'm sorry. But perhaps in San Diego, the uh, restaurant in North Park that advertises ramen and ribs at the same under the wonder one roof they have to have steak and eggs there too i would imagine i think i glanced at your notes briefly too and you were you had something about wondering like oh does phoebe always talk like that and the answer is yes she really does she does it's it's like kind of her defining thing for the most part when unless she does kind of like let her guard down but yeah it felt 
more stilted than the semi-annual cheese festival. Yeah, that was whatever. a little more naturalistic. I think they were still kind of trying to find the find the character. I think this is kind of where Phoebe, as we know her, generally kind of comes in, comes into the picture yeah. more so. Where she's like, yeah. the, the other occupants of the adjacent campsite were none other than Arnold and Gerald? <laughs> yeah, it's it like just really felt great more voc- stilted. Really great vocabulary. She's like, well, okay. I think she's almost like, and maybe, you know, she's, she also wears blue and everything like that. She's very logical. She's like, she's like, uh, she's like the Spock to Helga's Kirk. If we're going mm. on like a Star Trek parallel and like, she's always kind mm. of giving very yes. just sound empirical input into every single situation, even, <laughs> even going so far as like, but Helga, like on the, the maybe, it's, maybe because on the way here, you kept going, I hate hiking. I hate hiking. <laughs> <laughs> just... <laughs> I don't know what the deal is too. Like, I don't know what, whether it was they were working with different animation houses or whatever. But the, there's a sec, there's a set of episodes in this first season that all have this same aesthetic. There's more of a what's I think the animation term is like squash and stretch with the mm. face with the way the faces contort, and it's a little more sort of like loosey goosey and fluid. It's really mm. interesting. I definitely want to pay more attention to it. There's going to I think the the World Records episode kind of has this same look and so does the the one where uh, Helga thinks that she's disappeared and nobody it's like that reverse it's a wonderful <laughs> life where everybody's better off without her. <laughs> I'm so mad that one's like one of the last 5 episodes, but I can't wait to talk about that one. <laughs> I know. We're we're, we're very impatient. Uh, covering this show, but that's okay. That's fine. I can I can choose to be patient. That's fine. That's fine. But yeah, like look how like I mean it's just a screen cap, so it doesn't entirely do it justice. But when like Helga's screaming, like we're all gonna die, like yeah. it's very. She looks it's, like the alien bursting out of a chest. It's it's pretty grotesque, honestly. A little bit, yeah. So there's not too much to this episode, honestly. Like not it not it's funny, but there's just not as. It's just weird kind of having them not in the city. Like, it feels like a weird, like a very wild departure from everything else. Yeah. And, wild. Yeah. <laughs> Which, uh, but I will say we did get just a little more, like, just a little more of a, I don't know whether to call them Feralled or GB. I think GB is cuter. So, where she's like, GB is cuter. GB. Yeah. We'll call him GB from now on. So, where, you know, yeah. the way he helps her over the log. And they jump off the log at the exact same time. And she's like, I must say, I, I definitely admire Gerald's survival skills. And it's just like, come on, you two. I know you're nine years old, but age up and make out. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that came a little wrong. I'm sorry. I didn't know what I'm, I don't know what I'm saying. Um, okay, for context, I'm just going to be honest because I feel like we can be honest with each other. Um, I was preparing dinner and I, w- I got impatient. And instead of cutting some dried green chilies i like tore them into pieces so i think i might have accidentally touched my face so there's a couple of spots on my face that are like really hot right now <laughs> but i've just been trying to soldier on because the show must go on i'm okay i did like it's not like in my eye or anything wait sorry you're what i'm okay oh <laughs> yeah but can but can you please say it as the character you need to say it as on this podcast i'm i'm okay thank you Thank you. All right. Well, that'll do it then, I guess. Any, um, let's see. Well, yeah, this is interesting. I think like it's weird kind of going from like such a deep dive into the last couple episodes, but this one being kind of like 
not by these episodes aren't bad by any stretch of the imagination, but it's just not mm. quite quite there. Um, Mugda's really strong, rough in it. I could kind of take or leave, but that's just that's just my take. Yeah, this is a the city can beat you up and the woods can beat you up. <laughs> there you that's the uh, that's oh, the dichotomy my dude, here. This is why this is why I'm doing this with you. You, I would I would not have put that together myself. That was great. That's what I'm here for, my friend. Thank you. Well, I guess that is to say, as the class is coming to a close, what would what do you feel? What do you feel is? I guess that is the lesson, really, though. Yeah, that is the lesson, isn't it? (laughs) Everything that is not you can potentially kill you or beat you up and take your bus pass. Yeah, and if you do get beaten up and your bus pass stolen, don't become a vindictive bully. (laughs) And above all else. If nothing else, if you learn nothing else here at Podcast 118, just remember to never eat raspberries. (laughs) 